spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anna and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. We made it, everybody. Happy Friday. Another solid work week in the books. And you know, usually on Fridays, not much to talk about. Right, it's kind of towards the end. I mean, yeah, we've got UFC coming up. I'm obviously going to break that down later today. Um, but shout out to the NFL, all right? And shout out to the, the – I mean, you know, we had the NBA for a little bit. Now it's kind of over, right? Because like we talked about Aaron Gordon and the line of magic. It's, like anything else transpire? Nothing really. Right? Um, like, Rondo got traded with the Hawks. Lou Williams and Rondo yeah. traded teams essentially – uh, Vooch from Orlando is now with the Bulls, which was that. Remember yesterday I mentioned there was a Woj tweet that confused me? Okay. He put it out. I think I misunderstood his tweet. He said Vooch was going to the Bulls, not Aaron Gordon. So when I read it, I thought it was Aaron Gordon. I was like, oh, you, did you mess up that tweet? Because he's, yeah, yeah. he's on the Nuggets. So. Yeah. Well, and it was cool. I guess it was like Vooch was a big Bulls fan as a kid. Um, yeah. I guess he shared like a picture of him like when he was like, I don't know, six or seven rocking a Bulls jersey. So. Yeah. I mean, at least he you know, gets to go live up that dream a little bit. But obviously the NBA was a talk of the town yesterday. And then all of a sudden here comes the NFL and they say, hey, hold, hold our trade accusations, okay? <laughs> because you, you guys are second fiddle to the NFL, right? And keep in mind, we're not even to the draft yet. We still got about a month and a half to that draft. But right now we got some big moves being made with the Miami Dolphins, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the San Francisco 49ers. Kuz, do you have all the details? Because like, I'm trying to find all the details in one thing, but that's okay. I mean, we can just go back. But San Francisco, they trade up to acquire the number three pick. And I believe in doing so, let me check this out real quick, they've given up two first-rounders in order to do so. Now, if you're picking at number three, you know, I've been saying I like Trey Lance, San Francisco, right? But with all things considered, I have a hard time believing that you're going to risk it so much at number three to get Trey Lance. To me, this screams Justin Fields. Now, despite what Chris Sims, and by the way, Chris Sims is on one today, Coos. I'm not sure if you really follow Chris Sims. I don't follow Chris Sims unless somebody retweets Chris Sims. And there's been a lot of retweeting of Chris Sims today. Chris Sims thinks that Zach Wilson is going to be the fit for San Francisco. Oh, I'm sorry. He thinks that Mac Jones is going to be the fit in San Francisco. Hey, Chris Sims, man. I get it. You're the contrarian. You're getting people riled up and trying to talk to them. But you think a guy who's essentially played, you know, one and a half seasons compared to Justin Fields in that offense that Kyle Shanahan runs, you think Mac Jones is going to be the answer? You think in a, in a Shanahan offense that he runs where you want the dual threat guy, you think Mac Jones going number three to San Francisco? I'm not going to put any money on it. But if I was, if I was going to put up a mortgage I would be willing to say it's going to be either Trey Lance or Justin Fields over Mac Jones. Duh. But in my opinion, I think it's going to be Justin Fields. 
I think if San Francisco was, you know, they wouldn't trade up that high, I feel like, unless they felt like Fields is going to go. Because Trey Lance could drop to them. Or Trey Lance could drop, you know, outside the top ten. And they're obviously making a move here. So I like Justin Fields now going to San Francisco. Obviously, I think Zach Wilson's going to New York, probably. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence going number one. But then the Eagles. The Eagles are making, uh, you know, some moves, too, with the Dolphins. So the Dolphins actually traded back up to number six. And in doing so, the Eagles move out of the number six spot to load up on draft picks for the future. The Dolphins are making a lot of moves right now. A lot of moves. And, you know, I think number six goes to show you they're not interested in the quarterback position, which I've been kind of adamant on. Like, I understand Tua Tonga Viola last year, it wasn't a good look. Right. If you're a Dolphins fan right now, you're still a little on the fence. Uh, did we really take the right guy in the first round? But at the end of the day, it's still a first round pick from last year. And in my opinion, and from that, you know, the front office's perspective, you got to see that through. You got to give Tua Tungabayola another shot. Now, let's be honest. This is going to be the shot this year because you have a pretty adequate defense. You're probably going to address either an offensive tackle or a wide receiver weapon at that number six pick now where you sit. So Tua Tungabayola is going to have all the tools at his disposal and the complementary football on defense to be successful. If he's not successful this year, well, then we'll see you later. You know, then, then it's on to the next one. That's just the way the NFL works. But I think he gets a full season to try to prove himself. Now, maybe I'm wrong once again. Maybe, who knows, maybe Trey Lance falls there and they can't pass Trey Lance up. But I think when we talk about a project, maybe like Trey Lance, there's no sense in bringing him in if you have Tua there because Tua is still kind of a project. Like We don't know what Tua Tungabayola is going to bring to the table quite yet. I get the sample size that we've seen so far. It's not good. But keep in mind real quick, all right, this is a guy coming off of a, a, a pretty nasty hip injury, right? And this is a guy who, for lack of a better word, you know, looked nervous out there, looked gun-shy out there when he got his first couple reps. Now, the first start that he had, he looked fantastic. But then those next couple starts, you know, let's go to the bullpen and let's bring Ryan Fitzpatrick in. I'm not ready to sell to a tongue of my all out just yet. I got to see a year. I got to see a larger sample size and then I'll establish whether he can make in this league or not, or if he's going to be a certified backup for years and years to come. From the Eagles' perspective, it's also very telling with this trade with the Miami Dolphins. The Eagles move out of the top ten, and it goes to show you right now, and, I, and I'm glad for this one. Like, once I saw the Eagles trade out of the top ten, I got that little smirk on my face. Because everything that I've been talking about with Jalen Hurts and maybe Kuz, and I don't want to divulge too much information now because you know how I operate in fantasy football – Plenty of time to go, right? We're not even close to fantasy football season yet. But you know how I operate, Coos. I do my homework, man. And I already got some guys, you know. I, I, I got some guys just kind of hanging out. Like, I'm looking at these guys and thinking, this guy could be the difference maker this year. I'm not saying it's going to be Jalen Hurts, but I'm not not saying it's not going to be Jalen Hurts either. So figure that out. That was a tongue twister. But I think it goes to show you with Jalen Hurts. He's their guy in Philadelphia now. I think he's earned that right. If you look at the numbers... Do they knock your socks off? Absolutely not. But he won some games. You saw it last year. The team responded differently when he was in there. He's got the dual threat capabilities. And really, it's just a fresh new face, and it's a new chapter in the Eagles franchise. You know, 
I've been very adamant about saying Carson Wentz, I think, is going to go to Indianapolis and, and have a career. I, I really do. I think he's going to be an upgrade from Phillip Rivers. Um, I think last year was an anomaly with the injuries in the offensive line. Maybe he's dealing with some injuries. You know, the back and forth of Doug Peterson. I truly believe that the guy that we saw last year in Carson Wentz, that wasn't him. So if that's the case, then we shall see. But in the meantime, the Eagles are definitely going to roll with Jalen Hurts. And as they should. I think he's earned that. I think he's got the mindset. He's got the work ethic. And most importantly, he seems to have the respect of everybody in that locker room, which, keep in mind, was kind of a tough circumstance because they had to be on Team Carson Wentz. Look what he, look, look what he did in the past couple of years. And then all of a sudden now Carson Wentz is gone. Jalen Hurts is the guy. It's funny because when you talk about Nick Foles and the whole Carson Wentz thing, you know, there was Team Nick Foles in that locker room, it seemed like, and Team Carson Wentz. Now, obviously, Team Carson Wentz ended up winning out because Nick Foles came to Jacksonville, and it was what it was. So they were kind of forced to go on Team Wentz. But after this past year, I think Carson Wentz lost a lot of stock in that locker room. Now, how much falls on the head coach? How much falls on the football player? I'm sure there's some blame to be shared between both of those guys. But the point is, Jalen Hurts, fresh face, new blood in the Eagles locker room. I think it's going to be a good thing for Eagles fans uh, for years to come. Who's the big winner today? The Miami Dolphins? Um, It's up for debate right now because I'm not sure what San Fran's got planned. Like, obviously, Fields, you thinking? I actually kind of lean toward what you said. I think they got – they don't want to let – Trey Lance slipped down. I mean, they were picking number 12 now. Oh, so no. I, I think Fields going to San Fran. No, I understand. Oh, okay. But you okay. said Trey Lance in San yeah, Francisco yeah, yeah. for a long time is a fit. Yes. So I was going to come in here and say, hey, you're a good prognosticator. I think that's where they're leaning even more than Fields. Really? I think they like Lance. Okay. And they might be getting a sniff that other people do, too. And you know he's probably not getting a 12 with all the teams. So you have to jump up there. And why? If you're going to jump up, why take a chance? Mm-hmm. I actually didn't think it cost them as much as I thought it would. It's a, the 12th pick. And then two first-rounders next couple of years. They also get a third-round compens- uh, compensatory pick back as well. Um, uh, San Francisco did, I think. Or maybe that was Miami as well. But bottom line is it was basically three number ones to go 12 to three. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was that bad. Like if you want to go get your future quarterback, sure. I mean, that's worth it. I think any team would do that. And you still have the 12th pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, Miami gets 12th pick. So uh, I think uh, it's a good deal for San Francisco. I didn't think it was as hefty. Uh, to move up as I thought it might be, it's still significant. And I think they're going to go get what you said. I think they're going to go get Trey Lance. Uh, maybe it is Fields, yeah. but I'm going to stick with Lance. I like your fit with Lance, and, and they see something, and I think that's why they're jumping up, that they, they like him the best. Um, maybe I change my mind over the next month, but I think they're going to yeah. go with Trey Lance. And because here's it, it the deal. Be. That, here's why I think that. Because if they go with Trey Lance, they can still keep Garoppolo for now. And they can bring Lance along. But you can do the same thing for Fields. You can, but I don't you kind of get the sense that Fields is more of a right-now guy? No. You don't? You think he's more of a project no, sit-down guy? I, I mean, I think out of all these guys, I think only Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence, I would feel comfortable starting day one. Oh, really? See, yeah. well, I don't know about I feel comfortable. I just feel like Fields, wherever he goes, is going to start day one. I feel like Wilson oh. probably going to start day one. And I think, or, or if not day one, day week four, you know, Maybe. it's going to be one yeah. of those. So 
But Lance, I do kind of feel like he's the one guy that you can sit and the fan base will be like, I can see that. He didn't play last year. We so still kind of like a enough. Jordan Love. You know what I mean? Kind of like a Jordan Love from last year? Well, a little bit better than Jordan Love. But, yeah, you know, maybe even more in the Mahomes mold because okay. you got Garoppolo under a $128 million deal. Mm-hmm. You say, okay, we feel pretty good about our quarterback, but we don't think we're going to get to the promised land with this quarterback. So let's go get the next guy that will take us there, but let's not rush it. And so it really sets up San Francisco for a long run, whether it is Fields or Lance. But I think you I feel like, at least in my own mind, that I feel like Lance is the guy wherever he lands up, uh, Atlanta, San Francisco. He's the guy that even the fan base would be a little bit patient with sitting down. Anybody else, Garoppolo messes up a few times, they're calling for the rookie quarterback right away. Sure. Fields. Wilson, obviously Trevor Lawrence. So I think Lance is the one guy that the fan base will be like a little patient with and say, hey, we haven't even seen that guy enough. Maybe they know more than we do. They're going to bring him along slowly. Maybe they even um, communicate that to the fan base, say, hey, we really like this guy. He's a little green, but he's got a great learning opportunity. He's going to sit down. This could be a great situation for him. And we want Jimmy Garoppolo to hold him off for as long as possible. We've got him under contract. But we really think this sets us up nice in a position for years and years to come. I just, I mean, I see what you're saying, but I, I can't remember back in a draft where a quarterback was taken in the top, you know, three, and he sat, and like it was okay. It for doesn't him to happen sit. very often, yeah. I'm trying to think back if that ever happened. Well, I mean, listen, at the, at the end of the day, Mahomes was like what the 11th pick, 13th pick, was he 13th? Not a top five. Um, no, so, no, not top five. Uh, but still, top 15 pick and quarterback usually is like, okay, that guy's these days. It feels like he's gonna play. No, for sure, for sure. So like that, that, that's the thing, and that's why like, I was he was number ten by the way, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, was so yeah. so that's why like I, I wonder if it's a little more Justin Fields and it's like I, I know San Francisco they they love Trey Lance. I mean I, I have that in pretty good authority that they're all about Trey Lance. Um, you know, and I've talked about that for a while. But I just I don't know the fact that you traded up this high. Like maybe other teams love Trey Lance as well. Maybe. You know, we're not talking about him enough in, in terms of where does he rank next to Zach Wilson? Because we always say Justin Fields, how come he's dropping so much? Well, is Trey Lance rising so much? Because we don't have that sample size to go off of, of one game in his, his last season. What's interesting here is Miami, why did they trade back up to six? So they're basically – they trade back up to six with the Eagles. So offensive they go tackle. To, or or, or wide, you're going to get the best offensive tackle or probably the best wide receiver. Yeah, it's a good call. You yep. could get Chase or Waddle, or they anticipate maybe a run on quarterbacks, then Penny Sewell, yep. uh, or you could go get Kyle Pitts. Yep. Right? Yeah. And so now they trade up and get that. While the Eagles basically take the pressure off themselves, accumulate another first round pick as well mm-hmm. next year, yep. and drop back to 12. They take the pressure off themselves by the way of saying, hey, Jalen Hurts is our guy. We're not going to get stuck in this quarterback stuff because there's not going to be one <laughs> to yeah. do that. Yeah. I think from the 49ers perspective, it's, hey, we really like one of these guys, and we'll. You know, and I get it. Three first round draft picks like that. That's still something, though. That, that, that still means something. That says a lot about what they feel about this guy, whether it's Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Shanahan's knowing, hey, I know who my guy is. We're going to get him. The Dolphins are saying Tua Tonga Viola. He is our guy and we're going to give him another year. Let's give him some help, whether it's offensive line, a tight end or wide receiver. We're going to get the best guy out of one of those groups. Let's help Tua Tonga Viola. And then the Philadelphia Eagles, obviously, they're saying, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. All right, we got Jalen Hurts right now. Let's um, let's accumulate some more picks. We like Jalen Hurts a lot, and let's build for the future. Well, and here's where the Dolphins, I think, are the winner because they could get a dynamic pass catcher, mm-hmm. whether it's Pitts, Waddle, Smith. They could get a great offensive tackle if he does slip, Penny Sewell, and maybe they end up taking him instead. And if Tua doesn't work out, they still have capital enough in all of this 
to next year move up and make a move for yep. their quarterback or the year after. Mm-hmm. So now for their position for the next couple of seasons, that if, say, two is terrible, which means their record drops and they got like a top five, a top 15 pick, a top 10 pick mm-hmm. in the 2022 draft, and they're like, okay, this two thing ain't working. Uh, well, now you take some of those extra first round picks that San Francisco gave you and your first round picks, and you could slide back up and get your quarterback, which now still has a nice defense, has another offensive weapon around it, and the building block is there. So I think Miami does win because their options are still loaded, right? They don't pigeonhole themselves at all. San Francisco, I like the aggressive move. The quote to Adam Schefter, by the way, uh, from somebody within San Francisco, is we're not moving Alex Smith. I'm sorry, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo is still our guy this year. This year (laughs) was the end of that. And so uh, they're keeping Jimmy. This speaks to whoever they do get, Fields, Mm -hmm. Wilson, if he drops, Lance, of them sitting down behind Jimmy Garoppolo. And, you know, I like that quarterback situation when you I like what the Kansas look how good Mahomes was and is. Yet he sat for a year that helped him that had to benefit him in some way. And I think San Francisco is trying to position themselves uh, for the long haul uh, in, in the same kind of way. Who do you think is more of a dual threat, Trey Lance or Justin Fields? Trey Lance. You think so? Yeah. Like, not even close, unequivocally? I think, I don't look at, uh, let me me make sure I'm I'm thinking correctly, Uh, but I got to be honest with you. I don't know Trey Lance's, I haven't seen enough of him, like, in, but I feel like Lance would be more of a dual threat guy. Okay. Um, I think he's obviously got a big arm as well. Yeah. You know, he's got all these tools. I look at Fields as a guy who can shake people and he's tough to bring down. Yeah. But I don't feel like he's running away from people. I I don't get the sense that he's dynamic in the run game as a quarterback. Okay. So I think Lance actually can be that dual threat guy or that mobile uh, dual threats, a little extensive for both these guys mm-hmm. More that mobile quarterback. When you're asking him to run away from trouble and, and go pick up a first down, he can outrun some linebackers. I don't know if fields can, uh, I'd have to check there 40 times, but it feels in my mind, Lance is, is probably swifter with his feet. The thing about fields that impresses me, the more you watch him is go look at somebody, try to bring him down. And he's a lot like big Ben and Cam Newton, where you can't take him down easily with, with like an arm tackle. Yeah. He shakes people like he shakes that first guy and is like, get off me. He sheds them. Yeah. Right. Yep. I shakes a bad word because that's means he's quick. No, he sheds them. Mm-hmm. He's strong. His lower half is, is stout man you know and so he, people like bounce off him that's what i saw last year when he was playing multiple times but i never really watched him be like well he's a dynamic guy in the run game he can do it yeah i'm not saying he can't um and i know there's that 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 clip of him trying to run down field blocking right mm-hmm. so it's there the want to's there am i am i misreading that but i don't see him as dynamic in the run game um no from a you're dual threat perspective as i do even trey lance no you're not wrong um you know like trey lance has a lot more rushing yards in his career than fields does um as far as rushing touchdowns are concerned uh 2019 trey lance had 14 uh justin fields i believe had 11 it looks like here um and this was sorry this was uh 
like 2019. Yeah, he, he had 10 of them 2019. So, yeah, advantage Trey Lance. To me, that that's the deciding factor. Because if you look at what Shanahan's doing in San Francisco, um, it's different. And, you know, you get Jimmy Garoppolo because at the time, Jimmy Garoppolo was the guy. And, and it is what it is. But I watch Jimmy Garoppolo in that 49ers offense, and I see a guy that does not fit what Shanahan wants to do. I see Shanahan making the offense work for Garoppolo when he's healthy, but it's not truly what Shanahan wants to be, and it's not what he wants to do. So that's the reason why I asked who the dual threat guy is, because this is what Shanahan's looking for. Shanahan's looking for a guy who can run the option, who can run the, the, the quarterback read, the zone, all this stuff, who can use jet sweeps and all that crazy motion stuff. And if we can both, and I think we're on the same page when we say Trey Lance is more of that guy than Justin, not to say Justin Fields isn't that guy. Because we've seen him run the ball, too. And he's he's got wheels. Maybe he's even faster than Trey Lance. But I think in terms of the offense that, you know, Shanahan wants to run, I think it's going to be advantage Lance. You kind of talked me back into taking Lance here at number three. Well, and, and here's the thing on the Lance part. Again, when the situation presents, see, I think Justin Fields the more seasoned guy. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He feels that way to me. He's played at a higher level of competition. He's been a star since he was in, like, ninth grade, Mm -hmm. right, or eighth grade or whatever it is. Uh, Now, he did sit the one he had to transfer to Ohio State. But I just feel like there's a little bit more seasoned at the elite level, the higher level, mostly because, let's say, Lance didn't play last year Mm -hmm. and is playing for North Dakota State, let's be honest. But I think the better and fun prospect, if you're breaking these guys down and if you're Shanahan, who's kind of this offensive guru and says, I can work with this guy. Mm-hmm. I think that guy that's enticing is Lance. The mm-hmm. ceiling, if this guy does boom, 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 is higher than probably even Zach Wilson and maybe even Justin Fields. And that's why I think they're going with – that's the long-term view for San Francisco and saying we're going to go get Lance. I think you've been right all along. I think yeah. San Francisco and Lance is a, is a marriage that's intriguing. Well, and you know what? And props out to, to Shanahan and San Francisco because we've seen this before. Andy Reid liked his guy. Andy Reid, some people saying, what are you doing trading up for this guy named Patrick Mahomes? Well, it worked out well. Why? Because Andy Reid saw something in him and it fit his offense. Shannon could be doing the same thing. We give up three first-round picks. Is it a little high for Trey Lance? Where we sit right now, we're saying, yeah, it is. But if you really want your guy and that's your guy, then go get him. More props to you. Are things about to get wacky over the next month now that we've seen a couple of moves, or is this be it? We'll talk about it more. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 on a Friday. Austin Lane. I want you to put yourself in Leonard Fournette's shoes. Probably a little bigger shoes than you're rocking right now. Mm-hmm. Shocker, you're wearing sandals, and that's all good, though. Brent Martineau. Well, you, you are, you too. Are they're just like, <laughs> I mean, they're just like, look I like I might vans. as well be. I might as well be. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. All these opportunities are come randomly right at you and you know we you know we you know got this opportunity and regardless of your uh, roster right now this this these are the pieces that we uh, added right now for this year and moving forward um, without giving up you know in our minds without giving up too many assets so I thought that we really improved today and uh, we have what 29 games left. Uh, we're going we're gonna to make a push, and you know, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens the rest of the season. Oof, NBA team. I'm I'm going to put a lot of money on you guys not getting this one. That wasn't Spol- that wasn't Spolstra. No. To be, to be honest, I'm only like 40 percent sure I can pronounce the name. Cause you played us a little clip for me again, just a little. 
teaser. Sorry, I was watching the Suicide Squad trailer, man. All these good. opportunities that come randomly right at you, and you know, okay. we. I'm going to say. You got any guesses, Brent? No. Okay, go ahead and give me Michael Malone. No. It is Arturis Karnaschovas. He is the president of basketball operations for the Bulls. Oh, I, I thought it was the head coach of the Denver Nuggets. They got Aaron yeah. Gordon. Or wait, yeah. I, you know, I was actually thinking of somebody Chicago related because hey, you guys mm-hmm. go somewhere where they made a move. Well, right and now. also, I, you know what? The reason I ended up using, I should have listened. But I would to have never have gotten. There's no way I couldn't tell you who that us. guy is. There's He's the no president way. of basketball operations. No, yeah. but uh, <laughs> the reason I wanted to use it is because the the prep sheet that sends us the audio, they said. The, the audio he was going to say, sometimes you have to make aggressive trades to improve your roster. I was like, oh, that fits perfect with Miami Dolphins. That is not what he said at all. <laughs> no, no, you were excited. Like, hey, I got some audio for you. And I was yeah, like, I thought oh, it was going to fit perfect. It wasn't not anywhere close. Okay, by so, the way, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, shout out to Miami Dolphins, who have essentially traded a Laramie Tunsil pick in for three first-round picks now. Yeah, and I, like, I love the, the action, if you will, right? The up-and-down movement. And That's what we call value. But they still, do they have... They have to replace Laramie Tunsil, too, with one of those picks, right, or at some point. Yeah, But eventually. they do have two first-round picks. Yeah. And there's depth at the offensive tackle position. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just not, like, super high quality mm-hmm. at the offensive tackle position. Like, yeah. you're not going to be like, hey, that guy's a 10-time pro bowler yeah. uh, outside of Sewell. Yeah. Right? I think they go for Sewell. Is that who you think they're chasing? But, yep. but they got to know at number six they're not getting by Cincinnati. Everybody knows Cincinnati's going to get Sewell, right? Do we know, though? Kyle Pitts says what's up. Okay, so you either one, right? You get Sewell or Pitts? Uh, or Chase. Or, or, or I Chase. I take Jamar yeah. Chase, to be honest with you. You over Pitts? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I got to say, I don't know what the roster is, because they got Mike Gusecki still, right? Yeah, I say that. They got Landry. I say that, but if you think about that not Landry, out loud, hang on. Your, Pitts is, a, is, is more of a unicorn than Jamar Chase's. Yeah. So yep. maybe it's better to get Pitts because you can get Jamar Chase potentially even in the second round. Now, you don't know you're getting Jamar Chase yet, but he could develop into True. a Jamar Chase kind of guy. All right. So right now, left tackle Austin Jackson, uh, tight ends, they got Durham, Durham Smythe and Mike Gusecki and Adam Shaheen. That's your boy from. Uh, yeah, baby. Yep. Where you, where you went to school. Ashland. <laughs> and then um, wide receivers, what are we talking about here? We got, uh, oh, they got Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, Lynn Bowen Jr., and Preston Williams. <sighs> Devontae Parker's the guy I was thinking of, not Landry. Um, What would you rather have? Would you have rather wide receivers or tight ends right now, Brent? Like, what would you lean towards? Well, I don't, you know me, I don't really classify uh, Pitts as like a tight end. Okay. So then I guess the question is, who would you want to match with Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, and we'll say Preston Williams? I think Because Devontae Parker's a good receiver. I think he'd become yeah, maybe a great better receiver, receiver yeah. with Pitts. Yeah. Right? Will Fuller, you're taking a chance, but if it works, it's a pretty good chance to take. Gasecki's yeah. not a bad option at tight end either, so you got a little depth there. Um, I think I think Pitts makes you dynamic. Mm-hmm. And so, as although I said Chase at first, I think Chase might overall be the better player. But Pitts is so unique in his skill set that you can't find another one of those guys maybe for the next eight years. True. So, I'm probably taking Kyle Pitts. Now that we talked this out, I'm glad we did. Yeah, we got through it. I like it. Yeah, and then Austin Jackson last year. 
was a rookie first round pick out of USC, um, but seemed to struggle a little bit according to like, you know, he gave up four sacks, five penalties and his overall PFF grade. Uh, let's just say it's not passing. Looks a lot like my algebra grades were back in high school. Uh oh. So not good. That isn't good. No. Um, anyway, that's a fun day in the NFL. Do you yeah. think we're going to see a lot of this? I mean, the Jets are interesting. They hold a lot of bullets here. Jags aren't trading from number one. No. Atlanta's interesting. They could ride with Matt Ryan for a while and move back in the draft a little. Mm-hmm. You you have Cincinnati, who I think is going to stay put because they could fall into Sewell or somebody else. Yeah. But they might even jockey and say, hey, we're afraid somebody might take Sewell. We want to go get that guy mm-hmm. because they feel so strongly about it. Uh you know, anybody can trade. All right, I could go down the entire list. But now you're talking teams like Carolina, who's been penciled in to trade with Miami by many mock drafts. Well, that's not happening anymore. San Francisco took that number three pick. Yeah. So what does Washington do? What does Carolina do? Are they interested in trading with the Jets? Are they interested in trading with uh, Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Uh, are those two teams willing to drop back a little bit to get whatever the fourth quarterback on that board is, or in the Jets' case, do they say, you know what, we're sticking with Sam Darnold a little bit, we're going to collect more capital, we're going to collect more good players, and we're going to give Sam Darnold a chance here in New York, and we're going to load them up with, with, with players. So if they drop back to, say, number eight, Carolina jumps up to number two, well, you're getting a boatload for that one. Yeah. Carolina goes gets quarterback. The Jets drop back and say, we're sticking with Sam Darnold, but we're going to load them up with Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devontae Smith, Waddle, whoever else, and these other players, maybe that's a smart move for New York. I've got a feeling we're going to see a lot of action here because the quarterbacks are coveted. When you have four quarterbacks that could go in the top four picks, and then you have a fifth quarterback and a sixth quarterback, by the way, that I don't think is bad either. Mm-hmm. If you want to go all the way to Kyle Trask, I think that creates a lot of movement. And then you have a special player in Sewell, a special player in Kyle Pitts, and maybe special receivers in Chase Waddle and Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, that creates a lot of potential movement in in the first round of the draft. And you know what I feel about even a guy like Sertan might be somebody worth running up there and going to get a guy like that, depending on how they view him. Yeah. Uh, like I view him pretty valuable. I don't know if everybody else will, but I do. And what I always say in the draft is how much better is Sertan than potentially uh, Asante Samuel Jr.? Because if you're next, if you really need a corner or want a corner, and your your next guy yeah. is is 25 picks later, well, that's a big gap, right? True. But keep in mind, Okuda was like the coveted guy, and he, he had some injuries too. But like he wasn't like the, the best corner last year for the Lions by any means. No. You know, and then C.J. Henderson. You know, he, he was what he was as well. Yeah, both um, might have been overdrafted. Yeah, for sure. And I, I was on the the Cuda bandwagon. And I wrote a song for a Cuda for crying out you loud. You did. Um, very well done. Yeah, so I think with the Jets, you know, I don't know because it's different. I see Robert Sala, new head coach, going to New York. And, like, do you want to have a clean slate or do you want to try to salvage some things? Obviously, if you go with Sam Darnold, you're, you're salvaging everything. And, and you're putting your faith in him. Now, I don't think Sam Darnold's got a fair shake. I think the talent around Sam Donald the past couple of years has been abysmal. And I think he does deserve a fair shake. And I, and I think Robert Sala would agree with me and says, all right, so we don't need a quarterback right now. Let's give Sam Darnold one more run and let's give him some more weapons. A la, like, kind of like Tua Tungabayola a little bit, except Sam Darnold um, has had a, a much larger sample size. I'm looking right now at Adam Schefter coming out and saying that uh, the 49ers were actually were in discussions with the Dolphins at number three, but also the Falcons and Bengals at number five. Um but ultimately decided to go as high as they could per there were no trade-up talks with the Jets at number two. Huh. So the fact that they so that were... that says the Jets are staying pat, maybe? Yeah. 
or they just didn't want to go that high or they Whoa. didn't want to call because they said, hey, it's cheaper to go to three, four or five. And we think we like the two guys that we think are going to be available. Yeah. And again, you could also say the Jets are not taking Trey Lance. All right. Maybe well, that, San Francisco that's... says the Jets are not. They want Trey Lance. But they say the Jets aren't taking him. The Jets are taking Zach Wilson or they're taking Justin Fields. That leaves us with Lance at three, regardless of who they take. Yeah. It might even leave us with Lance, regardless of who uh, Miami would have taken. So I could go with four. And we also don't think Atlanta's going to take Lance. So I could go to five. Once you get well, past five, on. now you're. Well, hang on. Atlanta could take Lance. Well, I think they could. But I'm just saying these that guys have a good sense. read on it, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And so yeah. they kind of know, they have a feel for what another team's going to do, is my point. Yeah. And if they were obviously comfortable with at least trying to get up to number five and seeing how it shook out with Atlanta. I think that the fact that there are no trade talks with the Jets even makes it more of a case for Trey Lance. Because I get it right now. Zach Wilson's the hot commodity. Chris Sims is touting out Zach Wilson like you wouldn't believe. Like It's almost like Chris Sims is Zach Wilson's agent. Yeah. Maybe that's the case. I have no idea. But with everything that's transpired right now, it shows you, I think, that once again, I'm not going back to what I said. Trey Lance might be the guy in San Francisco because there is always that possibility that Fields could go to New York. I know it's not a high probability, but we were the ones that were all talking about how, you know, Justin Fields is the, the best guy um, in the second quarterback position, right? Like, we were all infatuated with Justin Fields. He struggled a little bit, and all of a sudden it's like he's off the books. And now it's all about Zach Wilson. I think the fact that they want to talk to New York shows that Trey Lance is probably going to go to San Francisco. I agree. Listen, I think you're uh, – yeah. don't don't start second-guessing yourself, okay? I mean, you've said I this just, since I, like the Yeah, summer. I know, but I just had a hard time – for whatever reason, I thought Fields is still going to go b- before Trey Lance. Like, I thought that was obvious. Now, I've been a big caveat in saying that Trey Lance, to me, is going to be, next to Trevor Lawrence, the best quarterback of this draft. I just didn't think a lot of teams shared my philosophy there, but maybe they do. Well, I think they do. I, I think they could. I mean, we don't know. We'll see yeah. how it shakes out. Heck, for all we know, Trey Lance could slip down behind Mac Jones and get picked number 17th yeah. in, in the first round. But see, now this could be boring, though, Brent, because now we know the top three picks. Yeah, but I don't think we, well, oh, we, I mean, think I, we do. I mean, maybe, yeah. We'll, I don't we'll see what the, with the you, Jets though. trade, though. I, 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 one, I don't know. If if the Jets are picking, who do they value at number two? Yeah. If they trade to, say, Houston or somebody else, who do they value at number two? You know, so I think there's a lot going on here, and yeah. I think we all disagree. I, I said yesterday, I still believe Justin Fields is a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. I think so much momentum right now for Zach Wilson, I'm not sure the Jets believe it. The Jets might believe in Justin Fields, yeah. and, and I'm not convinced which way they're going. Now, Zach Wilson kind of fits the Jets a little bit, kind of feel, you know, you think but the Jets, you think like Joe Namath, and, yeah. I, and I think the flash of, of Wilson is, is pretty cool. It could be fun, but uh, the boom or bust yeah. kind of part of him. And so maybe it fits the Jets. I don't know if it fits Robert Sala, though. Justin Fields, to me, might fit a little bit more Sala. Can you see the Jets trading at number two or not? Yeah, I can. And keeping Sam Darnold? Well, I can do two things. One, either keeping Sam Darnold or trading with Houston and getting Watson. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't I okay. don't think they're locked into number two. Everybody relax. Still a lot of things can happen. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm back now. Hey, listen. I'm back. Listen. We haven't seen the end of the movie before the rest of the movie yet. (laughs) We got time for that. I'm back. I'm not panicking quite yet. It's the end of one book here in Jacksonville. I'll have more of that story coming up next on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I was actually uh, in Florida when the deal was 
was finally completed. Uh, it's a lot easier to do cartwheels on the sand. I'll say that. <laughs> Rich is having a hell of a visual over there right now. But uh, yeah, no, I was I was obviously very excited. I, I think that you know he is definitely the keystone of, of moving forward uh, as a football team. So uh, I was I was very excited about that. And you know he was just finishing up his workout out on the field. You know as I walked in here. So he's you know he's he's making progress and he's on course. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited about year two of, of the offense because you know, frankly in a lot of ways we feel like we didn't really have get to have year one so uh, so we're excited about what we can do this year with a healthy offense Mike McCarthy yeah mm. Cowboys mm. I thought that was a good one though that was great mm. just great that was a good one Hey, let's get South Beach Gary in real quick. Uh, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I'm sure he's glowing Dolphins talk. Now all the Dolphins have to do is pick the right guys. We know how that works down up here in Jacksonville. What's up, South Beach Gary? I got to tell you, Brent Austin, for about 10 minutes, I was as low as could be. The Dolphins trade out of the top 10. Then they trade right back in. (laughs) Unbelievable. Able to get another first-round pick in a couple more years. Oh, my goodness. And uh, now, now, guys, uh, you know, with the top of the draft so quarterback heavy, Carolina is the big loser now. Unless they can work out a deal with Atlanta, they're not going to be able to get any of the top four quarterbacks. And it, it, all Miami needs to do is either Atlanta or uh, either Atlanta or Cincinnati to take, take uh, you know, uh, somebody other than Pitts or Chase, and Miami gets – either of those two at number six, and still gets another first-rounder out of it. So Miami came out a big winner. You don't think they, they try to address offensive tackle? Uh, they got another pick in the first round. No, no, no not at six. They're going to go either Chase or Pitts. I'm, I'm, you don't I'm think they're sure going to get Penel Sue? No, Chase which or Pitts. One, hey, which one do you want, Pitts or, or Chase? I, I want Chase, but I, I'll, I'll settle for Pitts as a consolation prize. All right. Uh, a giddy South Beach carry today on a Friday. Just couldn't contain Enjoy himself. Enjoy it. Yeah, uh, the Dolphins moving and shaking here uh, on, uh, well, late March as we head to the draft. Uh, this is kind of an early trade, it felt like. They wanted yeah. to really get ahead of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what. Well, don't know, you don't think it's early? No, I think it's, no I think it's extremely early. I wonder, like, if it's early because there's more due diligence to be done, or if they already have them, they have to have their mind made up. Like, yeah, they, so. they know they're taken. We get nothing in this trade here. A good friend and longtime peer in the business here at Action News Jacks, and many of friends to you here in Jacksonville. Paige Kelton is parting ways uh, this week, and after 24 years here in Jacksonville, and she joins us on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I don't think we got anything in return for you leaving, Paige, did we? <laughs> anything in return. I almost missed slot. My last slot, and I always almost missed it, Brent. You wanted me to call it on the 45, and I almost missed it. I had an alarm set and everything. How you doing, uh, anyway? How's, how are the emotions? I'm- I've been okay. I've been okay because I've known for months. I mean, uh, for months that I was I was leaving, you know, moving out of out of town. But uh, the last three days have been very difficult. Uh, I've had some just wonderful moments with people and coworkers who've put together books of of letters. Brent, thank you for contributing to that. Of moments over twenty four years that just brought me. It just undid me, honestly. Um, and then today at 5:45 is the the swan song, and they have something planned. I'm sure there's old video of me with bad haircuts and big eyebrows and, and 
shoulder pads and all that stuff. That's unbelievable. So. That's 545 coming up on CBS 47, so make sure you check out uh, p- check that out. Paige doesn't ask for this stuff, but she's definitely earned it. Uh, tell everybody where you're going. You're, you're heading out west. I'm heading out west, keeping where exactly I'm, I'm landing up private right now but uh but yeah i'm heading out west and starting a new adventure not not um working on some projects but nothing right now i'm going to take some time off uh, actually take a little time for myself um haven't done that in a long long time if ever but uh you know brent we had going back through photos we had so much fun hosting all those sports specials it must have been so funny to you you know anchoring with this woman who knows very little about sports <laughs> but i always did my research right i always did my research pros pro and i i tell the story all the time i came in 2008 so Paige had already been here for a while uh and one of the first assignments you know we worked on together was the florida gators uh, national championship run which was really in early 2009 it would have been january but we were down in South Florida, mm-hmm. and Paige mm-hmm. and Patrick Cavanaugh, Joe Drum, myself, yeah. and so many more. <laughs> and that was one of the top three weeks, like of all time, probably, in or, or top three assignments all time uh, in my 20 years. Just in terms of how hard we worked, like we put a ton of stuff on the air that oh, week. Yeah. And yeah. I got a ton of respect that week for Paige because we always knew the sports guys worked hard. We weren't convinced that the news people did, too. You know, you had that kind of thing. But Paige really put on a good show for the news people. A lot of respect that week. Paige worked their butt off. But we also had a lot of fun. That was a great trip. We did. Hey, those 6 a.m. rickshaw, you know, rickshaw ride back to the hotel. Yeah, that was, that was always a lot of fun. But we did. We worked. We worked so hard. And I think people don't realize, especially you sports guys, because you have so much, so many different time slots and there you know there's a constant the news comes on at five so i always know what my deadline is but you guys are such hard workers and we had you know work hard play hard um that week and that was tim tebow's last wasn't that his last hurrah it was yeah it was yeah that was actually he came back uh they won was it the next year yeah they they, uh did come back but didn't win it the last year that was his last national championship that's right Uh, yeah But, but yeah you know all the florida georgia games i remember my my little girl um, you know, those Florida-Georgia games, people who are listening, remember, they used to be pretty rocket. They were pretty tame now. But So I'd have to – I could never get a babysitter, so I'd have to bring my little girl, and we'd hide her underneath the desk in between Brent and I during the show because, you know, people are throwing beers and foul language, and I'd put some headphones on her and give her a coloring book, and she was actually in between us during many of those shows when we had a death. Yeah, that was but, awesome. Uh, all those little memories. Uh, good stuff. Well, congrats on a great career. Give me, leave us with this. How different is Jacksonville 24 years later? It, it's it, the city itself is different, but the one constant is the people. I, I love this town. I love the people here. It's the one thing moving out of the south uh, that I'm going to miss is the people. I'm, I miss the waves, hello, and the gentlemen opening doors for you and you know i, I miss that i'm gonna miss that but uh you know i will be back i'm i'm, I'm working on some projects that hope hopefully will bring me back to jacksonville and it will always be a, a big part of my life well we're gonna miss you we love you we appreciate you taking a few minutes and 5:45 tonight everybody should be watching cbs 47 good luck thanks for taking a couple minutes Thanks, Brent. Love you. All right. That's uh, Paige Kelton, uh, one of the greatest people I've ever worked with in the business and greatest people uh, that you can meet. And I think all of Jacksonville knows it. Here, So much so, I thought this was really cool and very nice. And I, I don't know if the other station did. Maybe they did. But I saw Channel 4, okay. you know, competitive station. It could be a sure. competitive business. Uh, we don't like to give anybody else a nod, right? It's cutthroat. I've seen Anchorman. Well, I know how it works. Yeah, they, they, uh, they, they sent a nice tweet, you know, congratulating Paige on 24 years. And uh, she did you has send seen a, tweet? a lot. 
Uh, yeah. Okay, because don't let the competition send it to you. Not, you <laughs> yeah. not have well, one. That's not going to look good. We're going to have a video today. Okay, good. That, so. Better be good video. It's a cool send-off. I could have edited one. Send-offs are weird, right, sometimes. But I'll tell you this one. Paige doesn't want any of it, but she's earned every bit of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you can't say enough nice things about Paige. And just tremendous journalists, too. Uh, on on top of uh, being a great person. So good luck to Paige Kelton. We appreciate her stopping by. And those shows were fun. Yeah. And by the way, that Miami trip was fun. We didn't sleep much that week. (laughs) Uh, Nobody did. Uh, But it was a heck of a lot of fun. And that's you live life to tell stories. Uh, That was uh, one of them for us in this business. We'll be back 4 o'clock hour coming up. NCAA Tournament Sweet 16. Can the Florida State Seminoles make it to the Final Four? We talk about it on ESPN 690. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.